the B side in boxing. B side shit. B side. B side. And the B side. You got a B side. The B side. B side. B side. B side. That B side thing. This is the B sides boxing podcast. As you may or may not have seen over on the Ultimate Casual uh, podcast feed, uh, I'm trying to do a new release format where I'm going to be chopping up the block of recording into particular segments to be released at particular times. Um, trying to keep things released as uh, more as they happen. As far as like the previews go, I want you know like it to be on Friday, the night before the events happen. So it'll be, it's all recorded at one time, but it'll be cut up. Uh, so, you know, that'll, there you go. <laughs> all right. Here's, here's uh, the first review block. So enjoy. All right. <laughs> Get excited. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, uh, welcome back. You dirty bitches. It's B-Sides oh. Boxing all up in your fucking earballs. Oh, that was a little more. Yeah, that was a little more aggressive than I meant it to be. (laughs) I'm. We're here to talk boxing, which you would not have guessed by the name, but that's what we're gonna do. Joined by my, by the homies, uh, Shanata and Trip, and let's. Yeah, let's do the thing. Um, One housekeeping thing up top. Um, I hope this isn't too much of a surprise for you two, but uh, I am looking at advertising slots uh, it's something I'm considering uh, pretty heavily and it's there will be I fucking hate ads on like the shows that I really like different podcasts that I like so I always subscribe to them so there will be that option for ad free if you want there will be other perks on it uh, I went with Patreon uh, instead of other things just easier so that'll be um, the Patreon option will become available uh, bef- before ads become a thing so that you can get ahead of it. But just one of those things, it's coming. So, you know, make peace with it now. <laughs> Except that now we're going. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah, there you go. Um, one of the things that I did want to include uh, for as a perk would be like maybe a monthly uh, discount code for the merch store. Uh, I've been putting designs together for all the all the different shows, so that's fun. So that's pretty cool. So check out the store and buy Drip stuff so he can get money. Yeah, you <laughs> rich. All right, news. So your Patreon would be for all of the podcasts. It would be individual subscriptions. Cool. So you just pick the show you want. Um. All right, news stuff. Oh, nobody cares, but. Josh Taylor versus Jack Catterall. The rematch is on in Leeds. It's going to be on ESPN Plus on April 27th. I'm sure Brit- Britain cares a lot. Uh, that might be it. So, But do we care a lot? No, not really. I mean, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> I, yes, I will watch it um, because I'm a degenerate, but it's all right. I do hope Catterall wins. It would Josh be Josh Taylor annoyed me. Yes, and uh, Catterall seems a little bit more fun has a little bit more of a fun personality just my take on him though uh, so as to the utmost surprise of everyone but like people had heart attacks they were so shocked Shakur Stevenson detires 
comes back, announces a fight in June, and aims his, uh, he said after his return in June, he's aiming for Undisputed. So that's what I have listed here, is who are his contemporaries and what are his odds against those guys. So the IBF in May is going to be contested, uh, Lomachenko versus Camposos. So we, like, <laughs> it's going to be Lomachenko. We know that, but... <laughs> Uh, for shits and giggles, uh, Shakur Stevenson versus Cambosos. Does he do better versus Shakur than he did against Haney? I don't think so. Ooh. I don't think so either. Ooh, yeah, I, I don't. So. I don't think so. Shakur, I think Cambosos just gets dog walked, like just like he did with Haney. Uh, the I think the only yeah. difference is that Shakur, while he we know he d doesn't have the most power either. Just like, but he still has more the power than Haney did at 35, I would say. So, yeah, I don't think he's gonna knock him out though. It would be a ref stoppage if anything. Just yeah, you're getting hit too much and you can't. You're not able to do anything in return. Loma, Wait, is that is that kind of how uh, Loma and Cambos is gonna go the same way though? Uh, I think so. Uh, kind of. Probably. I was thinking pretty similar. I was thinking more that that actually what, what I was going to ask is, is Lomachenko at a sufficient age where we can start questioning if he's losing a step? Like his recent... I don't think Cambosis is going to be the person that shows that. Shakur Stevenson, though. Yeah. Shakur, well, I don't think Cambo is going to be the one to really see if Loma's taking a step down. Because hmm. he's a Cambosis is a step up from like Richard Comey. And that ilk that he's been fighting uh, Jermaine Ortiz I guess no that's aged a little better <laughs> Which I, was saying, I don't know I don't think I wouldn't I wouldn't put Cambo above uh, Jermaine Ortiz not I wouldn't either not anymore um, but more on that later uh, how about Navarrete Baranchik uh, yeah it's gonna be uh, Nav who's gonna win um, yeah Baranchik eats way too many punches he's been in way too many wars Navarrete well he's a He's stronger than Jose Zapata, I think. And Zapata dropped Branchik like four times. It's, uh, right. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to be an average <coughs> Um, Wait, was that an earthquake? Oh, sorry. I was throwing something there. <laughs> so <laughs> for the sake of, for shits and gigs, Branchik, Shakur, how does that go? Doesn't go well. Yeah, I think it goes the distance, and Shakur easily wins on points. Wow, that's you're really going out on a limb there. That's... I would, uh, I'm gonna say it gets stopped like in a mid, mid fight by ref stoppage. I don't know, guys. Shakur is so boring. Like he, he can. Be. He's not gonna try for the stoppages though. He I... never does. He just coasts. Not wrong. You're not wrong. I would posit that he fights to the level of the opposition so it like uh yoshino pushed shakur and shakur beat his ass like pretty soundly uh de Los santos did not push the issue shakur coasted because that's all that de Los santos was bringing to the table i think Cambosos would bring it he would bring the heat and that would bring the best out of shakur baranchek same thing too but he would have a lesser uh, measure of success 
I don't think Berantic will land anything, though. So Shakir won't feel like he's bringing the heat. Hmm. He'll just outbox him. I think Cambosis would land enough that Shakir has to hit, hit back. But I don't know if Berantic's going to land anything. Navarrete. Swarmer type. Um, to, uh, to use everyone's favorite... Uh, stereotype name or archetype flat-footed come forward mexican brawler it's uh i love navarrete yeah. so i think that's an inside joke for discord yeah yeah in the comment i'm discord. gonna <clears throat> i'm gonna give him like a chance shakir's not gonna be able to stop him i don't think i don't think so not at all if navarrete can catch him i i i think he wins but I don't know if he can catch him. Robson Conte. Like might... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, said, I feel like it might be kind of like Shakur versus uh, uh, Oscar Valdez, similar to that. Oh, he just chases him around? Yeah, Navarrete's trying to chase him down, and Shakur is sticking and moving. But, I mean, I could Not be wrong. I couldn't tie me wrong, but that's kind of how I picture it when I imagine Shakur versus like a come forward Mexican. It would be if you're gonna ha employ that kind of game plan for Sh like if Shakur were to do that. Nav is the exact type because like he has respectable power, he has a good chin. Uh, you're not gonna stand in the pocket with him and win and expect to win exchanges. Uh, just it's that it'll be more of a toss up than it would be w against pretty much anyone else. So yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I really want Nav to win, but it would be <laughs> more fun. Got a point. Yeah, it would be more fun, uh, to say the least, uh, mm -hmm. for the division at large. My thinking here: Robson Conceição is he? Does he have more pop than Shakur Stevenson does? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I, I would say he does. So uh, Conceição fought Navarrete to a draw. Uh, and in that was a good fight too, it was though. it was a good good scrap uh nav was getting hit a lot i if i don't i'm not sure what it was that brought nav up but Conte, i felt like conscious i was winning the majority of the rounds to be honest with you as i was as i was watching it i recall that feeling but i think there were some knockdowns that made it even I don't know my uh, yeah so Navarrete can get he is there to be hit it happens uh, so Shakur I just don't think Stevenson hits hard enough he doesn't. to bother Navarrete that's the point I was getting to is that Navarrete wouldn't be bothered by it so Shakur would have to be on that like stick and move plan which will make it a boring ass fight if Navarrete can cut off the ring it would be yeah, I don't know time. if he can, though. <clears throat> we'll see. I'm going to watch other, it. Other side note, I think it was uh, his birthday yesterday. That's right. It was his birthday. Ooh. 36 years How old? old. Oh, Jesus. He's ancient. How long ago did he stop beating up teenagers um, and decides to go pro? I think he was like, what, 25 when that happened? So like almost 10 years now, 11 years. Awesome. Really? I don't yeah, think so. Bro, a little. No, I don't. I don't less think than that 10. long. More than five, less than ten. 
Lomachenko Bakrak. Pro debut was in 2013. 2013? Oh, you nailed it. Wow. I just, I just, <laughs> what have I been doing with my life? Are you fucking kidding me? 2013 pro debut. So that means he was, yeah, 25, 26 when he started. Oh, <clears throat> damn, I'm old. I. Wow. Uh, oh, this my my soul is yeah. In way pain to ruin right a day. Ouch! <laughs> Fuck. Sorry, guys. Um, twenty thirteen. I was graduating high school. God, Jesus. I was getting out of the military at that time. Right. Moving along. Um, before the existential <laughs> dread sets in. Sets in even Everyone further. just gonna stare into the mirror for a second. <laughs> yeah, no <Damn>. kidding. <laughs> Um, one bit of fun, um, unrelated, but it was fun. So I'm going with fun related news. Uh, Alexander Volkanovsky loses by knockout oh. last night. Featherweight champion of the UFC gets, uh, murked, folded, dusted, rinsed, oh. uh, yep. ripped by, <laughs> by Ilya Tapuria. The, uh, he fights out of Spain. I think he's originally from Georgia. So, pretty... It, regardless, uh, it was a really fun fight while it lasted. Uh, uh, that was a is pretty it good UFC card all around. Old. That's actually one of the questions we'll be getting into in the next uh, Ultimate Fucking Casual. So, yeah, I might have to jump into that one because I, I watched that entire card. Uh, yeah, actually, that might be I've, I've been kind of following we might be able to get uh, if we'll see what's what um, whatever we'll work that out so that we can get John to chat about it because that was that was a, a phenomenal fight it was really fun um, I was saying uh, I was talking with Nathan as the fight was going on and as we were watching it I w we were pointing out you know different things that we were noticing about whoever and I had pointed out about Taporia was the way that like he stands like a very traditional boxer that's a, that's that's how he holds his hands that's how he moves that's how he throws so i was saying like if the, if Taporia can't score this win for whatever reason you, he could legitimately cross into boxing and have very good success he's very heavy-handed uh, very his he has his fundamentals fucking locked He's a very good striker. He's really good at like just closing the void. Yeah, absolutely. He maybe one two jabs, but he would just close the void and lock the combo. Yeah, he's a bad, bad man. That handsome was... guy too, but also a bad man. Yeah, speaking of handsome guy, fucking Mrs. Taporia. Holy shit, that was. Oh yeah. That was uh, the diamond of the fucking card for me. <laughs> uh, among other things, but yeah, we'll get to that on uh, Ultimate Casual. So go check that out. And well, I think we'll be releasing it next week. Okay, so moving into our review segment here. The review block goes from February 4th to the 17th, which was yesterday. And starting at Vegas. In Vegas on the 8th is the Teofimo Lopez versus Jermaine Ortiz card, aforementioned. There is a very extensive undercard, um, most of which 
if you didn't watch it, like, yeah, there's not, you didn't miss a whole lot. But what you did miss if you didn't watch it, Abdullah Mason. Fu- oh, fucking, can you hear it? Can you hear it ringing? Because I fucking called that shit. Can you hear that phone? I called it. Abdullah Mason it murks Benjamin Gorman in the second. Holy tits, it was amazing. It was pretty brutal. Like, it was a little bit. Uh, it was a counter over the top of a lazy jab that Mason read because Gourmet had been doing it like the whole time. So he was set, trying to set up his... Gourmet was trying to set up his shots with, with kind of lazy jabs. And he baited Mason as he hoped, but he didn't expect a disgusting uh, left over the top. If I said right before, I meant left. There you go. It was a na- nasty knockout. <laughs> yeah, I honestly only watched the highlights of this one. It was a nasty knockout. That is all you really needed to see. It was a lot of um, Gourmet trying to, like I said, use pawing with a jab, uh, but not really committing to a whole lot. And Abdullah Mason t- m- moving out of the way, reading a lot of uh, what Gourmet was doing. And then, yeah, he f- figured that shit out really quickly. Nasty knockout. Good stuff. Um, Keyshawn Davis stops Jose Pedraza in six. We were saying this is the make or break for him. So did he, was he made by this? I think the word made. I don't know about made. Yeah. So not, okay, so what you're not as. Not broken. Not convinced though. (laughs) Still not convinced. I'm just like a stalemate, really. No, oh, right. So it's a lateral step, not a step up. I mean, I don't know, dude. Like, he, did he, well, like, look good? getting really old. Yeah, yeah but... he couldn't get out. Oh, worn out Pedraza. Like, it just looked like he was putting everything, him and his, you know, power into those punches. And Pedraza's like, yeah, this sucks, but, like, you can't take me out. Well, he couldn't take him out until he did. Yeah, until he did. Should have, came, should have been a lot sooner, in my opinion. Really? Keyshawn's going to live up to that hype. Yeah, okay, so sooner. not commensurate with the hype. The hype machine's uh, portrayal of Davis. Yeah, I think he got a little overhyped, and it's biting him in the ass now. That might be... you. I think that's fucking perfect that's, right there. That's what, yeah, that's what I explained it. Oh, it's like Nico, who... Little known fact: This is Muhammad Ali's grandson. Uh, but so Nico Ali Walsh. He's what? Uh, all work is easy work. Is that the response? Oh, you didn't say all work is what. Sorry, uh, Nico Ali Walsh <laughs> says. Who is he again? Uh, some guy related to Muhammad Ali, supposedly. Never heard of him. But he got that hype machine because of the familial thing. And he turned out to be Which was... pretty fucking mid. Yeah. Unfortunately for like, him. Like, Davey did look really good, but, well, we've talked about it before. He just kind of stopped getting better. Yeah. Earlier than expected. Yeah. Yeah. And the hype machine uh. is not living up. They're going to really try to amplify this win like it's something serious. We talked about it last time, too, where we said, like, he just didn't transition to the program game very well like fantastic amateur 
Olympian, but like in the program, he just hasn't like transferred very well. Uh, I think moving this, stopping Pedraza in the six, age notwithstanding, I think that's a little bit of a show of adapting a little better. Mm -hmm. He's uh, putting putting the hurt business on a little bit more than he is the uh, technician business. Pun very much intended with the with his nickname, which is a stupid one, by the way. The businessman. Um, all right, Keyshawn Davis. <laughs> what, are, what are we calling what are we calling you now uh lockdown davis Mid. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying we're trying he's to on mid davis we're trying to gas him up here uh so he's not mid grade he's premium premium yeah, yeah. premium what what's yeah. the gas 92 octave fucking right Keyshawn, Keyshawn Davis. 92 Octane Davis. Octane Davis. That's actually solid. Keyshawn yeah, High Octane. That's 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 a good one. Lomachenko used to be high tech, which was super cool. And then I always liked the Matrix better. I thought it was better. He changed from high tech to uh, Loma, which is a step down. It very much a step then, down. Yeah, the Nomas. Nomaschenko was a thing for a little bit. I liked Nomaschenko. I thought that was good. Yeah. It was clever. It was very clever. That definitely uh, ruffled my feathers. I don't know why it bugged me. Because I, I, being a dumbass contrarian at the time, so I didn't care mm -hmm. for Lomachenko, but whatever. It was, yeah, it was very much deserved. I've heard my new favorite fighter nickname. Uh, it was a Muay Thai guy that they called the Slim Reaper. Ah, you put that in chat. I remember. I did. Oh, I, do. I did. That's good. I did. That's I really cool. Great. That's a really cool one. Uh, I, the, another Subriel Matias. No Matias. I like that one. <laughs> oh, that's news that I don't know if oh, we right. talk he about this, but he signed. That's, yeah, that's right. Actually, this is that's a good uh, kind of a good lead in. Let's let's pivot to that after we talk really quickly about uh, Teofimo Lopez gets the UD over Jermaine Ortiz. The ref Harvey Doc back to good form. He had that one gaff with uh, uh, Charlo and Benavides, but he uh, he's back on form. Anyway, the scores were. 115, 113 times two, and then Weisfeld comes in with 117, 111. All UD, so right. I'm not sure I agree with Weisfeld. I honestly thought that Teofimo lost again. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. He either a draw is not terrible. I could agree with that a bit. Um, I guess one. So by that, by a, a draw being reasonable in my from my perspective i think 115 113 is not out of the realm of possibility it's something that you could convince me of then like especially if you're doing that bullshit like frame by you frame. gotta beat the favorite oh well you gotta beat the favorite yeah you gotta take it from the champ like shut the fuck up yeah um right so the wbo 140 was on the line Jermaine Ortiz, uh, this is victory and defeat. Absolutely the moral victor here. He got he got all the accolades, I think, more than Teofimo did. If they, they booed him, if I'm not, if I recall correctly. Yeah, the, they booed Teo. The fans thought Jermaine won. 
so i mean they're not wrong i think <laughs> so, but yeah the crazy ass interview afterwards jesus um i actually had to i was recording a one of our other shows at the time so i didn't hear it i just i watched the rest of the fight on mute from round like nine onward what did he say i just mad ramblings there was the pyramids and rosa parks and oh, i can't yeah, even remember like it was just wild. straight up insane i'm gonna have to check that out because yeah just another unhinged uh to rant i might but, like put way more unhinged than usual way more unhinged than usual and no common thread between any of it it was crazy Right. I think Ow. I think Tio really, really needs to get some new meds if he's on any meds at all. I don't like think he, he is. looks so crazy. Yeah, I don't know how Rosa Parks got into it, but that was definitely a surprise. Uh, I think there was aliens building the pyramids. Like yeah. it was ancient aliens. Reddit levels of crazy. Oh no! <laughs> like our boxing Reddit crazy or no? Our like worse than that even. Yeah. Uh, like, like I feel yeah. like Tio might be on our conspiracies. <laughs> oh, no. So we were ta we talked about this the day before the fight. I didn't get a chance to release it, but I, I have the audio. Maybe I'll cut that in. Oh, that's a Patreon teaser. If you want to hear that, I'll uh, you'll have to pay to get Ooh. it. Uh, so there's that. But one thing that we did mention, I fucking blinked. What was I going to say? Oh, right. Um, so I had mentioned there, like, I have a game-recognized game, Teofimo's bipolar. I know this because I am bipolar. So uh, before I really committed myself to trying to get better and manage it, these types of things w were <coughs> very commonplace for me. Th these exact types of ranting and raving about the most unbelievable shit and making connections where there aren't any like uh ancient aliens built the pyramids and then they beamed down rosa parks into a bus like what the hell are you talking about but it makes sense to his he's in a mat he was in a manic episode and... well and i i called that from the clips they were putting up before the fight right you can just see crazy. it in his eyes so there's that. that so, but that's the only bit. There was a little bit of a, a little gaffe on my part that we still haven't addressed. <laughs> a, what, what is it? Like a an exclamation or something that I put out? But whatever, we'll move on. If you guys don't remember, that's all the better for me. <laughs> all right, moving along. Saturday, February 10th. Not a lot of box on this day that non-British people would care about. So the le the least important, I would say, of the two would be the matchroom card that was at the Indigo and in Annex of the O2 Arena. This was the next generation card. I, the main event, someone pulled out of the main event, so uh, Reese Bellotti and Liam Dillon got elevated. So UD... So, if you want to talk more about that, uh, find somewhere else, because I don't care. 
the women's fight was worth a watch though really was it yeah yeah i thought so it was enough of a women's fight Shannon that Ryan. is exciting. My dad texted me and told me to turn it on. So, Sapotoxna? Is that did I get that right? I have. All right. Yeah, I have no idea. So there you go. I was asleep, so I missed it. But my dad texted me, and he never watches women's boxing. He usually changes to the hockey game during the <laughs> women's fight. Oh, these fights are better. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, all right, uh, the Queensberry card. That was at the Copper Box Arena in London as well. Uh, looking up the list. Uh, yeah, I put a space here because anything below that space, I don't give a shit. Um, Anthony Yard stops Marco Nikolic in the third. Uh, <clears throat> Anthony Yard continues to beat up fucking smashing tomato cans. <laughs> That's unfortunate, but... There you go. Is this number right? He's ranked 174th. Marco? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Do better. That that was his rank uh box rec rating coming into it. The oh. yard should be fighting people ranked higher than 174th. Yes. He should be. Uh right. Hamza Shiraz <clears throat> undefeated coming into this. Uh 18 and 0. <clears throat> God damn it, what's wrong with me? Uh, stops. Eight, number rated 18th, Liam Williams in the first round. It was pretty. Uh, it's a sad state of affairs for Liam Williams. He was one of those um, perennial B sides. So, you know, my heart goes out to him. He's always that scrappy underdog type that gets brought in to uh, give, the, give a bigger name like solid work and looks like those days kind of uh a gatekeeper to the top yeah that's a good way to put it is yeah he was the uh gatekeeper to the world level and uh hamza shiraz fucking folds him the his so one the one thing that i was able to note about the whole thing is he's tall as fuck so he has again he has long arms and his jab is really strong like he was really messing with Williams. I think he dropped Williams with a jab um, as Williams was trying to uh, close distance. But I think Williams is done. It's unfortunate. Okay, so this was a WBC fight. A sanctioned fight. It was for the silver title, i.e. not a title, but Shiraz was cut, is rated fourth. Liam Williams, eighth, coming into this. Um, so his contemporaries... IBF WBO is a uh, Janebek Alim Kanuli. I missed a phlegm somewhere in there. The WBA is a uh, Arislan Dilara, quote unquote. And then um, the WBC, quote unquote, champ, Jermall Charlo. The actual champ is the interim titleist, uh, Carlos Adamas. Are, are you guys familiar with Shiraz at all, even before this or at, even just this? Right. Not yeah, I gotta be honest. I know I've seen him fight, but yeah. I don't remember which one he is. Mm -hmm. So uh, of his contemporaries, Jermall, that's like easy pickings. That guy's still not well. So yeah, it's unfortunate that he has that big of a target on him. Uh, thanks in no small part to his mental unwellness. 
Uh, Adamas is super tough. I don't think that's a good fight for Shiraz right now. Uh, Johnny Beck also. Uh, Lara is like, he says he's like 40, so Cuban 40. <laughs> So who knows how old he really is, but that's another good... That's actually a good pickup right there if you wanted to get a full title from someone. But yeah, Shiraz, keep an eye on him if you're not already. Okay. <laughs> I hadn't put this together that there's two Laras. Uh, Arislandi Lara and Mauricio? Yeah. Yeah. I, I was complaining about this on the combat corner and red kept telling me that there's not that many hispanics with the same last names in boxing and there is yeah you just I don't, don't know notice diaz ramos there's two zapatas why are there two zapatas yeah billy fucking billy the kid there was more zapatas like there's plenty of yeah. them but two like william and uh, jose are the more well-known the two that i always mix up you know have to go look at a picture now there's two laras i gotta remember middleweight there's and featherweight or super feather yeah i'm not good at remembering weight classes all right which is my bad but all right that's the first block of our reviews um any questions or comments uh 833 pods. if you text or call it's anonymous uh, go straight to voicemail if you do want to call. I can cut your audio in if you're not a dickhead. But if you are a dickhead and your takes are pretty spicy, I'll put them in anyway, probably. Uh, right. That's about it. So, yep, keep your eye on the feed. And the previews for this weekend will be coming up on Friday. And same same uh, schedule next week as well. So, see you then.